Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's good, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Land Grant Podcast Network, I-80 Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Yes, sir. How's it going, man? It's it's going. I am exhausted, and uh, <laughs> I'm in the process of trying to adjust my sleep schedule mm. because I have to teach a class at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> and um Good Lord. Good look at that. i don't wake up at 7 30 so this is like, I haven't done that in a while like 7 30 is typically like 7 30 is typically when i get up between 7 30 and 8 because i technically should be at work by 8 but like i have to be there and actively doing the job at 7 30 so you gotta be there at like six gotta be up at least at six i gotta yeah i got my first alarm now it goes off at 5 30 because like I need the two alarms and if I don't get up I'm gonna oversleep and I can't oversleep like I'm teaching in the high schools uh yeah so like I, I can't no wonder you know, yeah, there's gonna be a be lot there. yeah there's gonna be a lot of people like uh, mm. why didn't the professor show up <laughs> <laughs> and you know in the high school they have to be there so yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah, not even like it's 7 30 class so half the students aren't gonna come because you know College students be forgetting. Nah, the bus gonna get them there. Yeah. I wish the bus would get me there. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I'm exhausted. How are you feeling? Uh I'm also exhausted. Um I haven't been getting much sleep. Don't know why. Don't have the answer sway, but I had I'm just as exhausted. I wake up at least like three times in the middle of the night. Sheesh. Yeah. You but just like, said, I don't know why I'm exhausted, but I don't sleep well and I keep waking up. Yeah, I think yeah, that was no. the answer. Yeah, I don't know why I keep getting up. That's the Got thing. You. Yeah, I'd be trying to stay asleep, but my body be like, no, nah, get up. I'll get some water, go back to sleep for like maybe a few hours and then wake right back up. Yeah, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds awful. Um, Absolutely awful. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's what we do. That's what we do. What we got to (laughs) do. Um, 
so we're gonna get into this. Obviously, the show came out a little bit late because we've been busy. Yeah. There's no news, which is fine. So we're gonna get in and get out. Um, baby, baby, baby. The only news that I have, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because shocking, the NCAA is bad at their job. Supposedly, um, Jim Harbaugh had agreed to a four-game suspension, and the infractions committee didn't approve it. And that could mean that they think what he's done is bad enough that he deserves more than four games. We won't know because it's going to take them basically until 2024 to figure it out. And the problem with that. It's like, you know, I, I, I'm kind of gotten over predicting Jim Harbaugh to leave, although I think he's going to do a will, will he, won't he every year. But if they're actually going to give him a good, a, like a, a pretty decent suspension, he's just going to leave. Yeah. And my thing is, it's like, even if he didn't leave, most people forget that this even happened. I mean, it doesn't matter if we forget, they're still going to suspend him. Yeah. They, like, but. He's gonna but, be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals next year or something with their like with them having two top three picks and like he's basically oh if that happens Kyle uh Kyle Murray is gone yeah they're gonna have uh because they have the they have especially the if he team. has a bad head season this year Ooh. yeah I mean he's injured he's gonna miss or he's injured and or suspended or he's suspended I don't know he's gonna miss I have no idea at least five or six games probably oh so they are gonna stink because they yeah. stink with him so. Yeah, absolutely. And they have the Texans pick because the Texans traded it to them. And I think yeah, the Texans are gonna stink this year too. Yeah, yep. The Texas the Texans traded their next year first round pick so they could get Will Anderson. Remember they got CJ Stroud and Will Anderson back to back picks. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they're gonna yeah. And then yep. they're only gonna stink because everybody's young. So and I think that's what a second second first time head coach, like second time doing this, like second year or something. This is their first year head coach. Oh, they got a new coach again. That's right. They, yeah, they fired. They fired. They fired him after one year, and he went. No, nah, he was there for a while. That was, mm-hmm. your thing is, yeah, he was. He was there for like a year or two. He wasn't there long. You're thinking about the Texans coach. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Cardinals. Oh no, no, he's been no. there for like three years now. Well, he got fired. Well, he was there for like three years. Yeah. He got there as soon as Kyle Murray got there. And then he and then he booked a one way ticket to like Vietnam or something like that and was kicking it. That dude is now on the USC staff. Oh yeah, um, um, he used to coach Patrick Texas Mahomes. Tech. Yeah, at Texas yeah. Tech. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why I forgot his name. He Kip, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff, yep, Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Texas. Yes, Texans. Yeah, they fired. They had two back-to-back one Back. coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they fired dude again. This year was Lovey Smith, which is hilarious yeah. because the Texans were supposed to get the number one pick, and he won the last game of the season. He won that last game because yep. yep. he he knew he was going to get fired. That was a big fu to them. And so the Bears got the number one pick, um, which I mean, was crazy because they literally hired him into basically it. to lose. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, all right, we're going to fire you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, really people, people were saying that was his last, like, uh, thank you to the Bears. He's like, hey, I, I still, you know, the I Bears is where he coached forever. Yeah. I, still got, I still got love for you, you know? Let's get this number one pick. Let's, I want to see Justin Fields shine. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> hire me as a as an analyst or something. Man, as something a, as a senior advisor, you know, coordinator. <laughs> I could do something. <laughs> Man, yeah. So news is short. It's just you know, Jim Harbaugh not going to be suspended. They're going to figure it out. Uh, it means he's, he's going to coach gone, probably. every game this year. Yeah, and I think like if it's going to be a significant suspension, especially he's. I mean, he's going to do what Pete Carroll did. But everyone forgets that Pete Carroll was going to be under some major suspensions. Yeah. And he just happened happened to end up on the Seahawks right yeah. right before the sanctions came down to USC. It's just like, how did he know? <laughs> I forgot all about that. That's right. I, um, yeah, because especially if they, like, win the Big Ten, but, again, lose that first game in the playoffs, he out of there. He out of there. That would be on par. Mm-hmm. Because then I mean, he's going to be like, bro, can you get out of it? Can you win that first game, please? I mean, he's going to be like, he's gonna be like nope, I'm going to go do it in the pros. He's not going to do it there either. He's a great coach, but he doesn't win the big games. He'll win playoff games. I'll give you that much. He just hasn't done it in college, but he'll win playoff games. Yeah, I mean, he got to the Super Bowl once, but twice. That was once. He got there twice. When was the other one? The after they did make it, they got there, didn't make it, got there. So he's lost two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty sure he lost two. I might have to. I only remember the hard bowl because that he lost. Are you sure? I think it was just the hard bowl when the Ravens won. Let's let's Google. Google exists. Um, so while you're doing that, I will set up the show. Uh, that'll be our last thing on Jim Harbaugh. This <laughs> is our New Year Six tier. It is exactly as it says. We have New Year Six bowl games. These are New Year Six tiered teams. As in, we think that they'll be good enough to make it to the New Year Six. This is not the playoffs, but still good teams who would have a chance of making it to some of those top bowl games. That does not mean they're going to make it to those bowl games. But these are typically the teams that we think you would see at least a couple of them playing in that New Year's Six game, um, which is a good season. Uh, This is also, again, not winning your conference, not making the playoffs, but just that step right above. Like, fans should be happy. You're going to be a couple games above six wins. Like, it's not going to be a struggle to get to a bowl game like it was with the middling tier. This is the solidly good teams. Um, did you find the Jim Harbaugh thing? Uh, yeah. Played an NFC championship game, lost to the Seahawks. Oh, okay. So it was just one. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was a horrible. But he was in three. He was in three, three uh, NFC championship games. Yeah, he, so. he doesn't win the big game. <laughs> but I mean, like that's not that's not shade. Like he gets there, which a yeah, lot of coaches can't there. even do that. Like you yeah. know, like you can only have so many like great one of one coaches, right? True. There's coaches who have coached forever who have never made a Super Bowl. I've already said he's one of the best coaches in general because he was good in college and NFL. True. I'm not dissing him. I have a lot of reasons to diss him because I don't like him. I'm not dissing him. I'm just saying he doesn't win the big game. <laughs> like, I mean, he's 
It's been two, but he's two and five or two and six against Ohio State. He has like one or two bowl game wins in college. I think it's one or two. Like in all of his years there. Like he like he's rebranding, which is cool for them. Sucks for me, but cool for them. He's but three and five in bowl games. Awful. He doesn't win the big game. Up until the last two years, you know, he really wasn't, you know, so he was always good. I mean, he's always gonna have a good regular season. He almost had a he almost he goes decent this year and next year. He could have a hundred wins of uh above his uh losing a hundred more wins than he has lo- losses in college in, in college. Yeah, he only oh no, that's overall, just overall. My bad. Okay. No, yeah, no, that's college. It's college, my bad. Yeah, I mean that doesn't make that makes sense. He's been in college forever. I mean, yeah. he, just, he, he wins every game, but the big ones, I mean. But it's better than losing every game. So there's a lot of bad coaches out here. Uh, that's the only nice thing I have to say about Jim Harbaugh. Um, speaking of losing, <laughs> they're losing uh-huh. mitts. I had to get that one off. Damn. Oh, because they think Jim Harbaugh is about to be gone. I have no idea why they're losing commits. I just know that they lost a defensive lineman to Maryland, to Miami. And they're, uh, someone just crystal balled. Which, for those of you who don't follow, Miami. who don't follow recruiting, congratulations, you're a sane person. But a crystal <laughs> ball, for those of you who don't, is when you know predicting the future. People are predicting that they'll commit to this one team. So there are these two twin brothers, one's a DN, one's a D tackle, who are committed to Michigan, and they just got crystal ball to Kentucky. So in the matter of like a week, week and a half, Michigan could lose three defensive linemen. Not great. Mm-hmm. Not great at all. Not not great at all. But that's none of my business. This is a Big Ten podcast, not a crap on Jim Harbaugh podcast. He was a part of the Big Ten, and for most of it, I was just about to lie. I was about to say we uplift the Big Ten, but we don't. I talk shit about a lot of coaches. They're awesome. Like, yeah, I, I, I uplift the players. This is not. This is not always a very positive podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I was about to lie. Like, I don't know I either. I. <laughs> I just heard myself lying, and I'm like, "Hold up!" He's like, we, "No, I, I uplift." That's I not like, true. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that my my whole thing is, <laughs> my whole thing is getting is wanting coaches to be fired. Who am I? Gone. Like, get them out of there. <laughs> please get out of here. Like, Speaking of coaches who need to be fired, Kirk Ferentz. And his Nepo baby, Brian Ferentz. <laughs> I was really going to say I'd be uplifted and then dog Iowa for like 30 <laughs> minutes. Like, and just his the, Nepo baby. That was just the most blatant lie I could come up with. And it, I wasn't even, I didn't even mean to lie. I meant it in my soul. And then I remembered that I only <laughs> uplift like players. Coaches, I meant like it's 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 50 50. It depends on what we're talking about. It's definitely 50 so. 50. Because <laughs> you, you you're at the point where you almost want Mel Tucker gone, so it's 50 50. Look, bro. I want to I listen when Mel Tucker gets fired. I will I will I will drive to his spot. I'll bring I I will bring the cigars and the bourbon. It's not gonna be what he's used to because I ain't got money like him. And we Why can chop it up. He gonna have because I'm consoling. He gonna have the crazy payout. What you need to console right, him right, for? You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just trying. You know, make him feel better. He seems like a good guy. I'd like to hang out with yeah, him. I like to. I like yeah. to. You know, smoke a cigar, have a bourbon. You know, I feel like he drinks bourbon on ice. Like I feel like he's like a he's like a gentleman. You know what I'm saying? He's like older gentleman, but he he's he might just not be good at this. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> 
That's all I'm saying. He just might not be good at this. But like, I would like to hang out with him. You know what I mean? That's Uncle Mel. That's the homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he'd be fun. I feel like he'd be fun on vacation. He might be. Well, okay. So he might be that drunk uncle for real, for real. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. There's only one of two things with him, and there's no in between. And you know enough, like Greek old heads, that you're gonna get what I'm saying. He's either the fun drunk uncle, like that's you, nephew, or he's the Greek old head who is still drunk but not as fun and is like real creepy. <laughs> like it's like funny though because you like you know enough Greek he- Greek heads to know, and I instantly was yeah like, yeah. There's two very distinct drunk uncles. Mm-hmm. There's like hey, that's you, nephew, and then there's a like oh that's you, nephew. That she got a sister. Man, you are. St- you are 55. Yeah, man. You're supposed to be asking You're about s- moms, not uncles. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he's... I'm going to go with the first what is wrong gonna, with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a wild thing to say. Well, I don't know. <laughs> This is what happens when you record. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it, it's when it's when your uncle get that that creepy, like, oh, okay, okay, nephew. You like, mm, yeah, like, hey, whoa, mm, what do you chill, mean by that? Chill, chill out, dude. <laughs> I don't like the way that sounds. I don't like you the know, way that came out. Yeah, I'm, I make sure not to come back here no more. Um, I just start asking you. Oh, just... he ask you all them weird questions. Like, this personal. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, no, it's like, oh, so you're what are you studying? You've never asked me that. Never. So now you care you, about what you all care of a sudden about. you know about school. That's now, crazy. Like right now, you, now you got now questions. You, you ain't never we ain't never you ain't, you ain't never asked me one You question. don't even know my last name. How you get hers? Like <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know what school I went to until not, now. Not a one. They never heard it at school. Now all of a sudden you know everything about it. Mm. <laughs> now you just happen to ju- okay. All, all right. right. <laughs> all right. So today, New York's New Year's Six Tier Part One. We are talking Iowa and UCLA. For those of you who have seemingly forgot, which I don't know how, I feel like I say it every episode, <laughs> we are including the Big Ten. All of it, including the teams that go next year, including Washington and Oregon, although probably to a lesser extent because we just didn't have the summer and stuff to prepare for them. They would they're going to get their own separate episode because we couldn't work them into what we've already had planned. But you know what I'm saying? We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna get them, we're gonna get them in there, we're gonna have the conversation, everything's gonna be cool. But UCLA and USC are already in the package. They're already in the mind space of all the things that we got going on. So do you want to start with Iowa or do you want to start with UCLA? Let's get the one I have no real knowledge about out the way because I don't watch Pac-12. Well, you can't. That's why they died. <laughs> Pac-12 network. Shocking. You don't watch Pac-12. I mean, but even like they, UCLA has been on TV and stuff. I just go no, and just, just <laughs> well, even with USC that. and stuff, I'm like nah. Yeah, well, can't do that this year. Nah, they fucked. They fucked up big time. Don't know why Absolutely. they did that. I don't know either, but you know, that's none of my business. Um. 
UCLA, that's perfect because my magazine was open to UCLA. That's what I was looking at last. Um, UCLA, head coached by the one and only Chip Kelly, who was a pioneer of a certain style of college football, then went to the league. Have you seen the clips of like people talking about Chip Kelly in the league? Only the Shady McCoy clip. Yeah. That's the Chip, only one I've seen. Chip, Chip was tripping. <laughs> he was tripping. This is I can tell you that by uh, all the uh, rumors I heard while he was coaching that, yeah. that first that first year in Philly. This is why college coaches don't operate. Because you can tell it. You can you can tell an 18-year-old you about to collect his pee, and if it's not a certain color, he's a bad teammate. Should you? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but you could. It's a lot harder to do that to a 23-year-old, a 28-year-old, a 30-year-old who making just as much or more money than you, who's a grown-ass man with a wife and kids and all these other kind of things out here. And you talking about, yeah, make sure you're here at 6 30 in the morning so we can collect your pee and test it. What? Yeah. yeah. Like or, you, or I he can't... wanted he only wanted players from a uh, certain colleges or a certain uh conference and it didn't was he, wasn't it something like you can't wear certain colored socks just like really yeah, weird yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Like, he had like a dress code and stuff like it was a it was a weird school type of dress code thing yeah like you can do that in college you can get away with that that's why i, I mean it's the same thing with urban meyer and matt rule they wanted too much control i mean yeah. different like we haven't heard i mean we you know, urban meyer was kicking kickers and you know <laughs> Also, All types of stuff. Some other things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's still with his wife. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I ain't hear nothing about no, you know. I was just she ain't say a single thing about that, you know. She know not to. <laughs> you still <laughs> I'm just saying, it's too much money to get, to give up. I can't see. I'm legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> I got glaucoma. I'm, t- I'm telling you, there are certain situations in life. The only thing I learned from it is shut the hell up. Hey, bro. <laughs> she did. She saw amount- that and was like, I got this big ass house. <laughs> like, I be, I don't be trying to be in people's business, but can you be mad about it? Like, could you, like, can you really? If she cool, here's my thing is if she cool with it, if she saw that and went, what can we do? Even if she's not happy about it, which again, none of my business, right? That lifestyle, I mean, I don't know. This is all I'm gonna say. I I don't know. Some people know their partners and they know part their partners when they're successful. I'm going to go with she knew. And I will say, people complain about this and say weird things. Rich men and women get away with a lot more Mm -hmm. because of what they can provide. I'm not here to judge. The only thing I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, she the only thing she probably did was how you get your ass caught. Right? You know, (laughs) that's (laughs) all she probably did. Like, like y'all understand? Some of these people they have arrangements. Mm Hmm. And when you when you used to live in a certain kind of way, sometimes you say, hey, listen here, stupid. I'm Next time, don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, follow the rules. Get on the team playing. <laughs> right. Then fly back. God damn. If you do it on the plane. Do it on the plane. <laughs> oh no, come on, bro. <laughs> Not the team playing. You can't. Hey, look. 
Hey, I mean, he let's be real. Urban Meyer was already wilding. <laughs> I just saw that thing. I, that actually would have made that would have made more sense and been less wild than the actual staying home, staying in Cincy, and being no, at that bar. No, it probably would have been too. Because I just remember uh, someone saying like the players cheat on their wives too. <laughs> like it's not that they mad that you did that. It's how you, you got caught. It. It's <laughs> how you handled it, and then yeah. you offered this like weird ass apology. After like being this super stickler and this you know mean coach with them, and then you going out here just doing the dumbest things possible, like dumb, very irresponsible. <laughs> you think you think none of them want to hop off the plane to go see their girlfriend? Mm-hmm. They had a sincere girlfriend just like you. Right? <laughs> she was at the game, just not mm-hmm. in the press box. <laughs> nope. She had better seats than the wife. You ever have crazy? No, that's not that's not even a joke, bro. You ever been in the press box? Uh one time, yeah. If it don't come with free food and alcohol, it's not that fun. I'd no. much rather be on the field. Yeah. So like she did have better seats than the wife. The press, <laughs> box, the press box not always good seats, bro. It's just a rich people thing. They just want to be away from people. If That's it don't true. come, like if it's not included, because like, uh, in a press, press box, box you end up just watching the game on TV again. Exactly, like that's yeah. not fun. So, like, yeah, Shorty, Shorty was right there. He <laughs> gave her the game ball. You ain't even know it. Thought it was a random fan. That was his kid. <laughs> Here you go, Junior. Tell your mom to shut the hell up. <laughs> you see a. <laughs> Oh, we're terrible. Chip Kelly. Um, UCLA. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so I don't, know. I don't okay. know, man. Okay. I, I, I haven't watched the U, I haven't watched UCLA play ever. Um, <laughs> I, I okay. So I watched a couple of games. I like UCLA. I'm a big fan of Chip Kelly. Yeah. Um. I like how I like how he runs his offense. I do. yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely perfect for college. It's perfect yeah. offense for college, and even with it changing a little bit because he doesn't do exactly what Oregon did. And that's one yeah. thing that I like about him is like everyone thinks because he goes fast and he's this and he's that, he's this like super you know pass heavy offense. He's not. You remember nah. DeAnthony Thomas? Yeah. Like Zach Charbonnet last year was one of the best running backs in the in the in the uh, country. Like. He's a very heavy running team. He just does it in these really fun, cool ways. And the offense is still explosive that people make it. They There's feel a lot like of movement. Yeah. It's super passing and, you know, like, um, but it's not. It's like really balanced, really good. I mean, we'll get, like, I might, we're talking about offense, so we might as well just get into it. Yeah. Last year, these were his offensive rankings eight in scoring offense, eight in points per nine in points per play, four in total offense. He averaged 500 yards, yards a game. game. Good lord, seven yards per play, which was fifth. He was sixth. Uh, talk about how he runs, talking about how he runs, sixth in rushing, yards. sixth in rushing, first in yards per carry, first in O line push, fifth in explosive rush. Crazy good running game. Hey, you better off, yeah, just he's better at just off the, the yeah. Yeah, his passing was still at least, good though. At least the quarterback, the team might be better at running, and the quarterback right. might have just been. And his <laughs> quarterback, his quarterback wasn't the best at passing. That that yeah. that definitely was a part of it. But thirty fifth in passing offense, twenty seven yards per attempt, twenty one quarterback rating, fifty four interception. No, uh, 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 
54 touchdown interception ratio because again they ran a lot of touchdowns in and the quarterback wasn't the best. Yeah. Um Dorian Thompson Robinson. 26 in sacks for a 10, 36 in explosive pass production. Like that's a great offense. Through and through, he's always gonna have a good offense. And I think mm-hmm. that's what's gonna lead them this year, even though they do have to replace some things. They have to replace Dorian Thompson. A good amount of that offense already. Yeah. Um I mean they're yeah, they're only bringing back 54% which is 102nd in the nation. They're replacing at least half. Uh, they had to bring back Dorian Thompson-Robbins. They have to replace Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the quarterback, and they have to replace Zach Charbonnet, the running back, who, A, <laughs> Zach Charbonnet's going to be a dog in the league. If I remember correctly, hold on, let me make sure I'm not getting this wrong. If I remember correctly, Zach Charbonnet is on the Seahawks. They always get yes. one. Yes, he's on the Seahawks. And you know who else is on the Seahawks? Kenneth Walker the third. And you know why really? drafted, yes. And you know mm. why they drafted Zach Charbonnet? I want you to I, nah, it has nothing to do with him. I want you to guess. Think about Kenneth Walker the third. <laughs> why would they draft another running back? Oh. Um it's not injuries, is it? No, he's boomer buzz, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that man can't find a hole to save his life. But if he You're gets right. outside, it's 60 it's yards. Gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they need somebody to run the ball for real. Yeah, need they to... need someone to keep them on schedule. And then Kenneth can go in there and dance around. If Zach is what I think he is and Kenneth keeps that explosion, they're going to have a Seahawks going to have a great running game. I really believe that. But Kenny, Kenny, he he can't be your number one. It worked in college. He can't be your number one. He like because the, the problem with Kenneth Walker, and to a lesser extent Saquon, because the thing with Saquon is you can just throw him the ball. When it gets to third and two, you can't always give Kenneth Walker the ball because he's going to dance around and lose six. But then on first and fifteen, he's going to get you twenty five. <laughs> Like, it don't make no sense. So they needed Zach to get the two yards yeah. on third and two. And Saquon is similar. I mean, he's better than Kenneth Ward, but he's similar like that. But with Saquon, you can well, just Saquon throw him, a, the, you can least, throw him a, a bubble and he's going to pick yeah, it up. But, like, but even he, then, I, Sa- Saquon is better between the tackles than I think you give credit for. Okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think I give him a fair amount of credit. He is still one of the best backs in the league. He is not a back that I would ever want on my team because the problems that he has, I don't think are conducive. Mm. But I, but I don't know. Just not. Just <laughs> not. I was gonna say something. I don't know if I believe it. I was gonna say I wouldn't want Christian McCaffrey either, for no. a very similar reason. It's cool. Uh, it works. It's just not the style that I like. I like my Jonathan Taylors. I like my, I like my Marshawn Lynch's. Well, Christian, you know, I, I like my, I like Christian my Frank Gore. can't stay on the field. That I mean, that's because because I think one's getting I got injured too. That's yeah, part of the I would take, I would, the deal. Because the thing is, Christian McCaffrey, he has a teammate that's just like him, and I would take him over him. Debo, Debo, yeah, yeah because Debo is like him, but bigger and stronger and injured less. They're about to. <laughs> I don't I'm think Debo sure gets injured like size. that. Nah, really? Yeah, I think Debo got like 15 on him. And at he, least an inch. Am I wrong? Six feet. Who's six feet? Debo, six feet, 216. 
What's Christian McCaffrey? McCaffrey. Five eleven. So same height. They don't give his weight. That's annoying. Yeah, he's like one ninety five. <laughs> yeah, they don't want that. They want two hundred five, two hundred five. Okay, so he, got ten, he has ten pounds on him. An in, inch and ten in, pounds. In a, that ten pounds is not ten pounds is a lot. An yeah, inch that's not. That's but a not pound, yeah, ten pounds is a lot. I'll give you that. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, we're not talking. I don't. We've gotten to the NFL so much. Mm-hmm. Um. So, UCLA has to replace the quarterback. Has to replace the running back. But here's the thing: they might be in the best position to replace them, which is crazy. So they got Colin Schley from Kent mm-hmm. State, who mm-hmm. is above average. He's a good college quarterback. He's a guy that would have a good career and then go tear up the Canadian Football League or be pretty decent in the XFL and USFL. Like he's good enough to probably continue after college, but not in the NFL, right? I think that's a pretty safe he place. Could. I've seen be. worse have NFL careers. Yeah, but there's also like a surplus. I, I mean, there are I not think, a lot of good backup quarterbacks in the I NFL. I think there so. I, I think with him, I think his ceiling would be the. Um, XFL, CFL. Like, I think he might be, you know, get like an undrafted free agent. Mm-hmm. He might go into camp, get cut, have a good year or two in one of those leagues, come back. Like, you know, those players that kind of bounce back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like, I think his ceiling would be PJ Walker. But like, okay. PJ Walker has spent a lot of time in the XFL and some of these other leagues. Then he comes in for a year or two, then he goes out. I think that's his ceiling. I don't know if he's PJ. But that's his that that's kind of the path yeah. that I'd see for him. But I mean, he's fine in college. Um, and then on top of Colin Slee, they have rushing yards. That's some it's nuts. Even yeah. in the Big Ten, I mean, not in Big Ten, even in the MAC. Yeah. And then on top of that, if Colin Slee does or does not work, they have five star quarterback out of Detroit, Michigan. Another yeah. guy that Michigan couldn't land, Dante Moore. Dante Moore supposedly is a stud. And I say supposedly because you always have to do that with recruits. But supposedly he's a stud. And he's a guy that many people believe, even if it's not week one, he's a guy that people think is going to be the starter before the season ends. Yeah, And so that is very interesting to me um, because you have uh, relatively similar, but you have, so you have a guy that is probably not going to lose you games, but doesn't have the highest ceiling. And that's a good place to be. But then you have a five-star freshman who it's like, if he can beat, it's literally what I'm going to talk about later with the Colts. It's like, if the freshman can beat this guy out, who's above average, then the freshman is going to be pretty good. But if the freshman yeah. can't beat him out yet, we'll still be okay. As yeah. exactly what the Colts did with Gardner Minshew and Anthony Richardson, which I'll talk about in my pitch stop. So I think they'll be all right at quarterback. I mean, Dorian Thompson Robinson wasn't a world beater. So all you have to do is match his level and find – I think the biggest problem is going to be the running game, and I think they sort of addressed that with um, Carson Steele, who yeah. was a running back from, I believe, Western Michigan. Ball State. He, it was Ball State. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ball State. He ran for fifteen hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns last year. 
And even and, and then again, if you're using Colin, that's 500 rushing yards as well. Added to your that's to a, your game, that's, so that's two thousand yards. That's a that's a that's a UCLA offense, right? There. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a and they and and they they have a couple of running backs that they like mm-hmm. as far as backups as well. So you have two two and a half running backs that you like at this level, right? And then you have two quarterbacks. One, you know, again, you don't know when Dante's going to start. But he's one of the rare freshmen that multiple people think could be a starter as a freshman. And then you have Colin Slee, who's proven to have done it yeah, and has been successful at Kent State in an offense similar to, to yes. Kelly's. Yes, it I, is. I, I very much feel, and I don't know if this is true as in he's actually a protege because I can't remember if he coached with Chip Kelly. Actually, I'm actually going to look it up really quick. But um, oh, what is his name? Do you remember Kent State's old coach's name? It doesn't matter. Mm. Oh, he just left? Oh, see. Yeah, he's the Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. Sean Lewis. Um, Let me see. Sean Lewis, Dick Kelly. Is he actually on that tree or not? Um, Let's see. Let's see. Um, either way, so while I'm looking this up, because this is actually not that important to the point of what I'm trying to say, um, Colin Slee has been in a similar style offense. Um, Sean Lewis did not coach under Chip Kelly. He coached okay. under Dino Babers, who oh, okay. also runs a very yeah. similar offense. fast right. pace, yeah. Um, so it's like you, again, you have a quarterback who, you know, can do it and you believe can do it at this level. And then you have a young guy who is like potentially a dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, it's going to be very interesting. The defense eh, wasn't great last year. Um, who knows better? I've seen worse. I mean, exactly. Like, that's the thing. It's like they weren't the worst defense. They also weren't the best. They the were best. a little below average. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But so I, I I don't know enough to say if they can improve. But what I will say is. They definitely need to improve coming in after this season. They're returning seven starters, though. One of who, Liatu Latu, is a stud. Mm-hmm. Ten and a half sacks last year. So this is the question that we always have. We're is returning a returning, lot of production. Yeah, like is the are they is the returning production a good thing? Right. Because it means they're going to be better, or is it a bad thing because they can't get better? Which, like Michigan State last year on defense, it was a bad thing. They just didn't get any better, and I I I, I predicted that it was going to be a bad thing this year. It's hard to say, but it is typically nice if you change some things to have returning production. And I just want I just this is these are the projected starters, right? I'm not gonna name the names, I'm just gonna say their class. Projected starters, right? Okay. The end senior, 
defensive tackle, junior, D, uh, defensive tackle, senior, DN, senior, linebacker, senior, linebacker, senior, two corners, senior, a nickel, senior, safety, senior, last safety's a freshman. Got to be a stud if a freshman's starting. Yeah. But nine out of your 11 starters are seniors. That's awful for next year. But this is not a next year problem. Yeah. And they get better in their last year. Like, there's a lot of defenses who have been really good. And there's, I mean, that's what Northwestern used to do all the time. Once they got to be seniors, like top three defense. And I'm not predicting top three for them. I'm just saying. Uh, at least in the Pac 12, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, right. Can they improve to like. <laughs> 50th in the country, then you might have something. Yeah. Um, they also have a new defensive coordinator, Deanton mm-hmm. Lynn from the Raiders, Ravens. Oh, Ravens, actually. Oh. Sorry, not Raiders. Yeah, no, that, that's and different. That's different. We saw what the last Raiders, granted, better talent, but we saw what the last Ravens quarterback and Mike McDonald did for Michigan immediately. Yeah, And we also, I mean, he was so good at Michigan that they fired Wink Martindale, their longtime coordinator, so that he would come back and coordinate the Ravens defense after one year calling plays. I'm not saying DeAnton is like that, but there's a lot of, I mean, like, like again, this is no shade, but like, I'm maybe it's a little bit of shade. Half sure. of Jim Harbaugh's good coaches have come from his brother. Like, that's how good his tree is. Well, his yeah. Brother, once when his brother wants to test somebody out in a bigger role, he sends them to Ann Arbor. No, because it's and, funny because I think even uh I think John has brought somebody from Jim's coaching tree from Michigan in, on his staff. That I don't know. I have to. I I'm have not to gonna re- say it hasn't happened. I have to relook into it, but I do remember making a joke Maybe. in my own head that they're just doing this with yeah. coaches. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I mean, the Ravens always have a good defense. Oh. I've never known. I've never known them not to have one. Exactly, <laughs> and this guy is thirty three. Oh, if John Harbaugh felt good enough to let him go, and, and like you know, you can say grown man, he's not. But like when you have a good relationship with someone, typically they're like, "Hey, I'm not sure you're ready for this," or "Hey, you're ready. Go out on your own, do your own thing," because right. they try to protect you. If he feels like this guy at thirty three was ready for the big time. Right, that to be to run his own thing in college, right. he's probably pretty solid. So I would have a hope that again, I'm not saying top 10, not saying top 25, but if they could get to 50 or 55 with an offense that's in the top 10, that could be dangerous. Get a little more because more they turnovers, things like that. You don't even have to if you you can stay at the points per game you give up, but if you turn to make your turnover margin higher it, that helps that offense a lot more and now you're you, you might be top five offenses in the country just because of your defense is doing yeah because here's the thing they went nine and four last year with a bad yep. defense yep they lost the games where they scored 30 28 45 and 35 points that's all they, yeah that means they're giving up close to 50 in those games so if your defense stops giving up 40 points and gives up 28 yeah which 28 is still not great. 28 not. is probably going to put you at 50-55, but you're scoring 30, 40, 35. Those are wins. <clears throat> so we'll see. Yeah. Basically, that's it. We'll see. But, they're, I mean, they're returning seven starters, I think it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, seven starters, a bunch of seniors who have had some time, and they have a new defensive coordinator from the Ravens. 
That should be that, sounds, that should, that's actually this is that was smart on Chip Kelly's part. You know what? Yeah, I I I can do defense, but let me go get somebody like really, really somebody. And that's the thing about offense. And that's the thing about Chip Kelly. Aside from you know trying to make grown men pee in cups, he's a really <laughs> he's a really smart coach. Like yes, he, he stays is. above a lot of trends, really and that's why coach, yeah. he's typically successful. I, I imagine they're going to be pretty successful now. Any yeah, any final I thoughts think, before we go through the schedule? Um, no, I I do hope they kind of turn this defense up because that if that's the case, I I can see them beating USC, and that'd be nice. It'd be hilarious yeah. on your part. <laughs> Why would it be hilarious on my part? You know you hate USC. Quit okay. playing. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. What are we talking about? Right. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's go through their schedule. The other thing is I think they have a pretty easy schedule. Which Yeah, help. they do. They um, they do. They don't get all the big dogs in the in the, in the um, pack. No, I don't even think they them. see anybody. They see USC and Utah. Those are two of the better That's, teams, but they yeah, don't they, also yeah. have Oregon and But Washington. the thing is, I'm not scared of USC because I know Lee and Riley can lose a game. And then Utah, that might be the only one. So the thing with Utah, this is weird. Utah always loses a game that they shouldn't. Yeah. So it's they have them September 23rd. That If you're going to beat Utah, enough. you're going to beat them in September. That's early enough. Especially yeah. if Utah beats Florida week one. Oh, yeah, true. That that UCLA game looks a little different because once Utah gets into October, eh, you don't want to really see them. That's why USC always has problems with them. But getting them in September, there's a chance that that's one of them games that they slip up. Um, I'm I I don't have that's not what I predicted. By the way, I'm just saying I can't say that that would surprise me if that's what happened because Utah is susceptible, which is why Utah's won the Pac-12 two years in a row and hasn't even been close to sniffing the playoffs because they yeah. always lose a game or two that yeah. they shouldn't. So, schedule. Uh, let me – actually, I mean, I should probably pull up my prediction so I'm not just saying stuff, right? Um, oh, that looks great on the recording. <laughs> UCLA. Okay, so <laughs> game one, Coastal Carolina. Both have that as a win. Coastal Carolina, you know – is a um, scrappy team or whatever, but they lost their coach, Jamie Chadwell, to Liberty. So who knows if they're going to be any good uh, right. this year? San Diego State, not terrible. Still a win, I believe. Yeah. Uh, NC Central is an HBCU. That's a win. That's Three and Yeah. Week four, they have Utah. Again, we both has it have a, we both have it as, as a an, loss. Right. But that doesn't mean they can't win that game for what we just said. Yep. It's Utah in September. There's always a chance that you could knock them off. That's when you want to play. Especially Utah if you're just, playoff. you know, if you're just hot enough, it, it could take one slip up. It doesn't yep. have to be like a a, a a blowout or nothing like that. It could just be something happened and boom, yep. there goes the game. And then they have the bye week after that too. So it's like, that's a pretty early buy, but you could, you know, balls to the wall, give everything because you get the week off. Like, yep. I'm almost wanting to talk myself into beating Utah. I'm not going to do I'm it. I'm not. Yeah, but, I'm not going to go for that one. So we both have them three and one at the buy. Washington State, um, you have a loss. I have a win. Um, Oregon State, you have a win. I have a loss. So after Oregon State, we both have. We probably have back. the exact same reason too for those for LL for either one of those teams. What's your reason? It could happen. 
Yep. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. I believe it's more likely to happen with Oregon State. Oregon I can State, see that. Oregon State is a better. Te- yeah, it's a better team than Washington State. And but Washington why- State beat Wisconsin, right? They have a pretty tough defense. Is that who they beat last year? Wisconsin. I don't remember. I don't well, remember. Let's find out. We're on here. Uh, Washington State, twenty twenty. Seven and six wasn't great, but yeah, they beat Wisconsin. Yeah, they did beat Wisconsin. 13. And they only lost to Oregon by three. Um, They beat Oregon State, who I believe ended up with like 10 wins or something like that. Lost to Utah by four. Not a not a, a particularly great team, but a, a tough team. So A tough team. Yeah. You know, you're, I mean, absolutely not wrong to say that there's a, a chance that they lose that game. Yeah. I think it's more likely if they were to lose a game, it would be to Oregon. But losing one of those two yeah. is reasonable. Yeah. So after okay. six games, we both have them at four and two. And yep. then they go on then they go on a little run. Stanford win. Colorado win. Arizona win. Arizona State win. Eight and two. Going into the final two games, they have UCLA. USC. They're UCLA. They have USC. <laughs> we both have a loss. Again, not a game that I'd necessarily be surprised if they lose, especially because I think UC, USC is still going to have an awful defense. And if Dante yes. Moore is the yes. prodigy that he's that they say he could be, that I want to get this right because I don't want to say anything too crazy. I'm not saying he's going to be Caleb Williams or he's going to be as good as Caleb Williams. What I'm trying to say is with how bad USC's defense is, he could go toe-to-toe with Caleb Williams in Mm. a game of two good offenses against two subpar defenses if by week 12, their 11th game, he is what they think he could be. Because Caleb Williams was essentially that as a freshman, at this time as a freshman. So was C.J. Stroud. So was Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields technically started as a sophomore, but so was Justin Fields. The good quarterbacks, they figure it out by week 11. Or um, what's the name in Alabama? Uh, um, I mean, uh, which one, Bryce yeah. Young? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, which one is but really that's, fair. Answer, but... that's fair. That's a fair answer. <laughs> so, who you um, talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, is All it Bryce Young? Is it Tulu Tagovailoa? Is it yeah. Jalen Hurts? Like, yeah. <laughs> so we still we both have lost, but that that could be like a 55 52 game or something crazy. Oh, that's that, definitely going to be gr- if UCLA didn't hasn't done, doesn't have their defense under wraps by then, that's going to be a high scoring ugly defensive game. Yeah. If um if they're Easy. both good, right? Like if so if they only have two losses and USC has one loss or something like that or is undefeated, this might be one USC of the games you have to live stream. Yeah, depending USC on what probably lose that game too. The, depending on when that is, that that might be a game we have to live stream. That's going to be really fun to watch. Get you yeah. watching some uh, future Big Ten football. Uh, and then the last game, California win. Yeah, that should we both, be a win. That we both have them at nine and three. Bears. Yeah. So good year. I mean, I mean, uh, objectively a good year. Yeah. Uh, puts them in New Year's Six contention. They're not going to win the Pac-12. They're also not going to win the Big Ten, but. And certain years in a 12-team playoff in the Big Ten, that 9-3 record gets them the 9-10-11-12 seed. And they get to the playoffs. Yeah. Not all the time, but there are going to be some years where that does. So Chip Kelly, I think Chip has them, you know, 
going up at a good time. Um, so I agree. Shout out to UCLA. Um, let's move on to Iowa, a team that nobody likes talking about. Um, <laughs> Iowa is also it is not as bad for Iowa as it is for Iowa State. Yeah. But um, I was a little bit hard because the NCAA and law enforcement is slow. So it is just now getting to the point where some of their players are getting brought up on criminal charges. Yeah. For betting. Yeah. I, 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 oh my God. Did you see the thing that I put on Instagram? I, don't, I think it was on the I 80 Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at I 80 football show. Uh, it, w it might plug, not be up there. W plug. It might not be up there anymore. Probably not. Uh, one of Iowa's players scored a touchdown and wasn't happy about it. And someone remembered that. And <laughs> this player is one of the You know ones how wild it is? That, hold on. You, talk, you, know you said exactly, Iowa, right? Yeah. You know how wild that is? Right. But here's the thing. So he scored a touchdown and it visibly unhappy. Come mm-hmm. to find out this player had bet on games. And that game, his touchdown – is the reason they hit the over. He had bet the he had bet the over under. It was like 39 points. He bet, he the, bet the over. Yeah. He bet the under and his <laughs> touchdown hit the over. And he was visibly upset. Visibly upset. Uh, that's <laughs> hilarious. That's yeah, that's crazy. That's awful, but it's awesome. Yeah, you got it. you can't you can't hilarious. show it. You can't show, especially since your offense stinks. You have right, like, to show that. You. And I think, and I think that the person that remembered it, I think that's why the dude remembered it because it's like, why the hell are you not happy? Why are you not happy? Your <laughs> offense sucks. Like, like what? Are, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, no, it's definitely not up anymore. Like, yeah, how no, could you? Like how how could you not be happy? You need you should be ecstatic. Y'all don't score touchdowns. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you should be the happiest man on the planet right now. Yeah. They and they all face up to two years in prison. Yikes. So the Iowa players are you know they was broke. Yeah. So the <laughs> Iowa players are Jack Johnson and Arlen Bruce the fourth. Arlen Bruce, I'm pretty sure, is the one that was uh, that scored the touchdown and wasn't happy. And then there's a former safety, Reggie Bracey, and then a graduate assistant, Owen O'Brien. So the only person that's currently on the field or that's currently on the team still is wide receiver Jack Johnson. So it, maybe it won't affect them as much. Yeah, he might get. He might have to miss some games, though. I mean, I think he's going to lose his eligibility. Oh, true, true. Because he bet on Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, so Bruce, hold on. Like, Arlen Bruce, again, the dude that I'm pretty sure did the over-under, he bet 132 get, uh, wagers, totaling more than $4,300. That's it? That's all it takes. I know, but it's just like, damn. As a true freshman, he bet on six Iowa games, including contests against Iowa State, Penn State, Purdue, Nebraska, Michigan, and Kentucky. And 2022, he was... Against South Dakota State, Rutgers, Michigan, Northwestern, Nebraska. Um, and he allegedly bet the under and total points in Iowa's Music City Bowl victory <laughs> against Kentucky. He know his offense. Like mm-hmm. he, he know his team. He, he was probably betting under every single time. 
Yeah, no, 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 no. It was that game. They literally have it in the article. I'm going to have to send you the video later, but they have it in the article. So against Northwestern, the over-under was 37 and a half. They won, a 30, they won They won. 33 to 13, and his touchdown is the one that, like, physically the touchdown that put them over. Not just, like, one of them. Like, his touchdown was the one that put them over the over-under. He he, see and that's the thing. He should have just dropped that ball and just would have. You know what I'm saying? Fumble. Like if you like some fumble, <laughs> don't catch it. Oh, damn. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> put him in a performance. My bad, coach. <laughs> Gotta get down like. <laughs> look at you like, like, <laughs> like the LeBron meme when he drops down to his knees. He's like, oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know he was. I, I look. That might have been the most dramatic I've ever seen that man. <laughs> and I know he was pissed, but like, bro. I love LeBron, but there's some things you can't defend. That man is hilarious. That man is unintentionally funny, bro. Unintentionally. Him like, Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional. That man is so funny, dog. Oh, like, and that's he- like... He flopped to the ground. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm mad too. It was definitely a foul, but let's calm yeah. down. <laughs> but that's what I be saying, bro. Like, we don't have to get into this, but I really, I, I, it's a judge of character for me if you hate LeBron because he's so un. Like, if you don't like him on the basketball court as a competitor, I met him in person. He's but a dick. he's so unintentionally funny that, like, he, to just like, I don't care. He's, he's a dick. Just like every other celebrity, exactly why I don't care. If someone followed you around all the time, you'd be a dick oh, I'd be oh, oh my god, I'd be a terrible celebrity. I'd be a terrible. Oh, I already know, I already know, I already know, but it's like those like, his, his celebrity fans that try to slap like fans. Oh, easily. Did you see the thing when the women were following him and he had to go the other way on an escalator to get away from them? No. You didn't see that last year, a couple years ago. Mm-mm. So like, there was That's like creepy. four or five women just like following him, following him, and he went, he went down the up escalator to get. Away <laughs> oh, from I him. did see that. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I like. I don't care that he's a dick. He, he's not a yeah. dick to the people he cares no, about. No, my thing is, it's like a lot of a lot of his fans try to act like like he's never done nothing wrong, like he's such a great person, and I'm like, no, he's a person, so there's no way. Like he, yeah. he's a rich person, no way. Like <laughs> he's definitely a dick. And then I I met him in person in high school. He's a dick. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't got blinders on my eyes. Oh yeah, no, no, no. no, no. D Wade's my favorite person of all time. D Wade's a dick. He Alan Iverson. Dick. Dick. A, a dick. Like, Alan a Iverson's dick. an asshole. Alan Everyone Iverson. knows that. He's a dick. <laughs> you love Kobe. Horrible. Just, just, he, just mean mm-hmm. like, to a everyone. Who's mean to fans? Because <laughs> like, again, I get out my face. Like I, I, like, I, I could never be a celebrity. Yeah, but like you don't know me. <laughs> mm. what, the, what are you talking? Mm-mm. You about? know my wiki. That's all you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh my! You you know what I you know you like know, the basics. You know who has it worse than anybody? I don't even know. It's technically technically it's still basketball players because you can see their face, and you don't always see football players' face. Yeah, but football players because football fantasy is bigger than the other ones, even though they exist, and people really be going up to these Bruh, real life mad, players mad and be like, "Hey, bro, 
I need it. I, I I bet. I bet the you know I, my favorite tweets during yards. the NFL you season. Had 63. Those are my favorite <laughs> tweets in the NFL season because there's always some player going, fuck your fantasy, bro. Like I don't get I don't <laughs> care. Like, like, yeah. I just tore my ACL, bro. <laughs> I don't care about your fantasy league. <laughs> you don't give a shit. And that's why I stopped doing fantasy football. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, man, bro. And, bro, it ruins the joy of the game, right? It does. I already am up upset watching my favorite team now i don't need to be upset all the time right like (laughs) Like, i think i think i'm gonna make a couple of bets like long-term ones like you know marvin harrison jr win the heisman like stuff where you can put like five dollars in one like a hundred just things you can just leave like futures bets but like weekly i can't do it i I don't know how many times i've told the story over on here about Devontae smith costing me five (laughs) hundred dollars because he stepped out at the one it ruined my day, dog. No, like I was no, done. No, I didn't bro. care how good that football game was. No, bro, the I, Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was such a great game, and I was livid the entire yeah. time because Patrick Mahomes just kept so, running the ball. God, I'm like, if you don't throw this damn rock, throw that bitch. What happened to your ankle hurting? <laughs> like that's exactly what you should be throwing, bro. And then in the national championship game, I because I'm not good at betting. I messed up. I didn't realize that quarterback anytime meant they had to run the ball. So yeah. my dumb ass is yeah. like, they definitely don't throw a touchdown. I bet both quarterbacks anytime touchdown. Didn't realize they had to run it in. Both of them, both of them get rushing touchdowns. And then Quentin Johnson's ass wants to have like one catch for six yards. <laughs> both quarterbacks, Brock, I literally bet both quarterbacks, the best offensive player on Georgia, Brock Bowers. And the best offensive player on TCU, Quentin Johnston, to get touchdowns. Both quarterbacks did it, even though I did a dumbass bet. Mm-hmm. Quentin Johnston, you couldn't get open once. <laughs> I get they got a good defense, but you like six six and fast. You couldn't get one touchdown, bro. Like, and they oh. thought was betting. They, these players was betting on their own team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Like it you, was look so, your, you look like, your quarterback in the you look your quarterback in the windows of his soul in the huddle, like throw an interception. <laughs> I need this twenty five dollars. <laughs> you know, you know, we need this. <laughs> now I'm about to go back and watch Iowa games and be like, that nigga selling. <laughs> <laughs> Because I said every time I'm like, there's no way this offense is this bad. Well, Iowa State's starting quarterback was betting on the team. (laughs) That's crazy. He's like, man, I'm just not going to throw this touchdown. (laughs) I bet the under. I bet you I bet bet this under. I'm going to run the ball just like Dak Prescott did when they had six (laughs) seconds left. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) That's crazy. Oh, we got to go through Iowa's schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's make Iowa quick because nobody yeah. likes to talk about Iowa. Nah, yeah. So Iowa lost a bunch of people on defense. They brought in some transfers. There are people out here they that actually exist that think Iowa's going to have a good offense because they got some transfers. They're not. <laughs> they got Eric All, a mid-tight end from Michigan. Fine. Everyone thinks he's the best thing in the world. He's okay. He could be great for him. He could be. Yeah, but for what them. Is great? What is great? 500 yards and five touchdowns? That's going to be half their offense? That's what their tight end did last year. <laughs> so 700 <laughs> yards and six touchdowns. <laughs> That's great for them. Like, <laughs> All right. Bruh. 
their returning their returning receiving leader 34 receptions for 386 yards and I'm supposed to believe they're just like going, crazy. <laughs> I'm just supposed to believe that they're just going to be better this year. Anything's okay. possible. Probably not that, but anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> they're a the 22nd overall team in the country. Okay, I could see that because of their defense. Bro, I am looking at this. Oh, the can I read off the offensive rankings? Please. <laughs> oh my goodness. 123rd in scoring offense. Oof. 116 in points per play. Yeah. 0. <laughs> 0.3 points per play. That's awful. 130th in total offense. 129th in yards per play. 124th in rushing offense. Hold on. Guy, Side note. Before you before you go past that, people are talking about their running back like he's good. You average ninety five no. yards per game. Ninety five yards team. per game. You know what's as nasty about team. that? You know what's nasty about Blake that? Blake Corum averaged that by himself. So, you know what's nasty about that? I'd be okay with this if their scoring offense was like thirty points a game because their defense was putting them in like short yardage, then this would be fine. I'd be okay with this for real, for real. They're, but they're not even averaging twenty points. Their defense was giving them short excited? yardage. You all want the time. me to be excited about Caleb Johnson? God. Why two point <laughs> nine yards per carry, man? That's one hundred and twenty-seven. That's who I'm supposed Who's to be worse? <laughs> Literally, that's a good question. Who's worse? And Who's here's the worse? thing: they bring back all five of their offensive linemen. The I, one can, of the, oh I can confidently, I can confidently tell you that I know we go back and forth on this. Them bringing back their starting old line is not a good thing. Not a good sign. I know not what you said with UCLA and some of the other ones. Well, they won't. They no, no, no. This is not a good sign. Yeah, they no, their own line run push is 128th in the country. You don't just They're get not better at the that. Bo- yeah, especially if, if you, you bring, better and with Iowa. Spots, it's with Iowa, their offensive line is probably old. They're probably older. Oh, do you want to know what they are? <laughs> junior, 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 sophomore, senior. <laughs> So old. old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one sophomore, like, y'all suck. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh, that's, um, that's not good at all. Bro, it's where did nothing you, but you stop? O line push, 128. Explosive rush, 125. Passing, passing offense. offense. 120, 157. Even if Cade McNamara is better. Do they get out the top hundred? If K to pass it off, they have to average two hundred and twenty yards to get out of the hundred. Like it's yards. bad. Quarterback rating one twenty one, and it touched on the interception radio one eighteen. Now that's going to be better. That's going to be. K better. does not throw interceptions. Yeah, so the, Q, the QB rating is going to go up too, just because of that. That'll at least go up. Yeah. They got sacked on eleven percent of their dropbacks. Kate is still a statue. Yes, he is. He does not move. I have not seen footwork from that man. And, and 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 here's the thing that people like, you know, people do this in sports all the time where they love to take one thing or one person and move them somewhere else without taking the situation and assuming he's going to be better. Cade was okay for Michigan. Not yeah. good enough that when they beat Ohio State for the first time in like 12 years, 
and made the playoff that they didn't replace him for one. Yeah. Because how many coaches keep the starter? <laughs> Literally, that's why Justin Fields went to Ohio State. Justin Fields was better than Georgia's quarterback, but Georgia's quarterback got them to the national championship game. So they kept him. It's the same thing with uh uh Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, I think Jalen Hurts was State. better was uh Tua. It's but. why Ohio State didn't win the Natty in 2015 because JT got hurt mm-hmm. and Cardell took us and won the Natty. And so they did this back this quarterback competition for eight games of the season. And we never Fucking got silly. together on offense when yeah. that was one of the best teams that we've literally ever had. All the players that Ohio State tweets about as in the top paid in their position were on that team. They were all on the corners that won Defensive Player of the Year, all of them on that team, and we didn't win. And Jim Harbaugh, a quarterback guy, a guy who's fiercely loyal to seniors. I literally had – and we'll save this. This isn't about Michigan. I literally had someone on Twitter. So Donovan Jackson – Donovan Edwards. Jackson's the Ohio State's right guard. Donovan Edwards said he wants to be – he wants to change, change the game of football. He wants to be known as one of the best ever. And I'm like, hey, I love the confidence, but you're not even the best player – you're not even RB1. You can't change the game when you're not even RB1. Right. And someone came into my mentions and said he was going to be RB1 this year. Huh? No, he's Over not. Blake Corum? No, he's not. Even if you think he's better than Blake Corum, Blake Corum ran for 1,600 yards. He ran for 1,000 yards a year before that as a backup. Jim yeah. Harbaugh is not sitting his senior leader who literally gets an hour ESPN special because all the community service and how great of a dude he is. He's not sitting in for Donovan Edwards. No, not at all. So Jim Harbaugh. He's going to get some rushing yards, but of course, <clears throat> he's going to get some attention. running back, but he's not starting. Not at all. So Jim, who won't. Because Donovan Edwards, I think, is more talented than Blake Corum, who's who is very, very loyal to seniors, wasn't loyal to the quarterback. And you think this quarterback is going to come to Iowa and be good when Iowa doesn't have Michigan's offensive line? No. They don't have Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards as your third team running back. Yeah, yeah. Donovan Edwards was the third team running back. Yeah, you don't got those three running backs, all three NFL caliber running backs. And as bad as Michigan's skill players are, he doesn't have Michigan's wide receivers. No. And he has one of Michigan's tight ends because he was on that team with him. So the situation but Michigan still has, has the better. Yeah, they they got players, but it doesn't mean anything can. Is, I, there's no promise that shit will change. It, and it's like he was only okay with yeah. all of that at Michigan, with three NFL running backs, with ten. Literally, there are probably going to be ten players who are on that team on the offensive line. Some sophomores and freshmen who probably didn't play but are playing now. Like yeah. 10 offensive linemen who make it to the NFL off of that Michigan offensive line. Two had times, defensive players two year too. in a row, two year in a row, Joe Moore winning offensive line. And you're going to take him from that where he was only decent and put him in Iowa and expect him to be good? I expect their offense to improve, but he- – Anything is an improvement from this. It's hard. To, it's hard not to improve yeah. when you are one. It's hard to become worse. Thirty-one. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to become worse. You're one of the worst offense I've ever seen, and I watched you play. I watched. Yeah. 
And, and 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 here's the last thing about that: their defense is going to be good. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be as great as it was last year or the year before. What if it's a little bit worse? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you why it could potentially be worse. They lost Big Ten and National Linebacker of the Year, first-round pick, Jack Campbell. They lost first-round pick, DN Lucas Van Ness. They lost draft pick, corner, Big Ten corner of the year, something like that. Something like that. Riley Moss. They also lost, I don't remember his first name, Kevon. Was that his name? Kavon Merriweather. Yes. He was a draft pick. Pretty sure he was drafted. I think those are your four best players. Not just good players, your four best players. Now they do still have Cooper DeGene, stud. Stud. They have Xavier and Wonkba, five star that Ohio State really wanted, but he's from Mm -hmm. Iowa, so he stayed home. That's cool. And they got Nick Johnson who is a crazy good linebacker, like crazy productive linebacker. So it's not as bad as the offense, but, like, you had Riley Moss and Cooper DeGene. So Cooper DeGene doesn't replace Riley Moss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you had both of them, yeah. and you and you had Xavier and Wonkba as depth. So you're yeah. losing depth, and you're losing good players. Nick Johnson is good, but he's not Jack Campbell. So can he really serve the Jack Campbell role? I can't say he will. I can't say he won't. You lost your number, your first round pick, DN. Now the thing about their defensive line is they're all juniors and seniors. They should they, their defensive line should still be pretty good. Yeah, but Lucas Van Ness was the best one on the defensive line. So even though it's still good, it's not as good it's because you lost be the good. only first round talent on the line so unless this is purely about coaching and you you can just coach defense and i, I mean they have a great defensive coach they do but here's the thing this is their stats this is their ranking two in scoring one in points per play two in total defense one in yards per play 11 and third down 12 in rush player on that team i would have yeah. been so pissed off at my oh offense. yeah i don't know how they didn't 12 in rush defense, 2 in yards per carry, 36 negative play percentage, number 1 in explosive rush, 6 in passing defense, 1 in yards per attempt, 4th in QB rating, 44th in completion percentage because they allowed a lot of underneath stuff and they're yeah. really good tacklers, number 1 in explosive pass. Let's yeah, they just say nothing going, going deep. Nothing was going let's behind. Let's just them. say they <clears> lose <throat> 10 spots in all of those. They so lost – they're only bringing back 49%. So Exactly. Let's good. say – 10 spots is still good. That's a top 10 defense, but it's not the number one defense. Yeah. I, I just think that I'd still have them winning nine games, like because of their schedule and because of the West and certain things like and that. And I just still think their but, defense is going to be good enough to win them games, regardless. To keep them like, in games. It's going to be very interesting. I just think that some people are really high on them and they shouldn't be because they're not yeah. really considering the right things. And I don't even thing. know if nine games can happen because again, a lot of Iowa's offense was pick sixes and you lost you lost a lot of your offense from when you lost a defensive player. Yeah. So I, I And the thing is, I say right. this I say this every single year. It's hard to do it year after year. Iowa proves me wrong every single year. Yeah. Which is why I still have them winning nine. I don't have them just having this huge fall off. And part of the nine is their schedule. They yeah. don't get Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State. That's very helpful. 
for the, oh no they do get penn state they, they don't have ohio state, state and michigan last year they had michigan and ohio state i think uh yeah no they only face yeah yeah because it was the rematch they did face up in michigan yeah so um man that, that game was that, boring. yeah so that helps um and and why they have nine wins but i mean i don't i don't know do i have anything else to say about them do you have anything else to say not really not really no it, Honestly, if you can if you can stay right around where you were as a defense and just improve your offense ten spots, should be nine games. Should be, should I, I, be even yeah. ten games. Honestly, I, I don't have. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So I don't have anything else to say about Iowa. Uh, they're Iowa. They're not going to be great, but they're not going to be bad. Yeah. I just think the people who are very excited about them was gross. You're excited about Iowa. Do better. You just I a fan. You're a not, fan of Iowa. That's, yeah, that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Yeah, I, I don't think that they're taking into consideration all of the the things that they should be. Yeah. So let's do the schedule. Utah State win. I guess Iowa State. They lost to Iowa State last year. Last year, but Iowa State starting quarterback and some other players on their team just got out for betting, and I don't think they lose that game two years in a row. Win. Yeah. Western Michigan. Win. Three and out. Penn State. Loss. Michigan State win. So we both have them after five games. We both have them at four and one. Yeah. Purdue is where the first game where we disagree. You yeah. have them losing to Purdue. I have them winning to Purdue. Um, it, this is one of the games where I just don't know what Purdue is. If it was last year's Purdue, I might potentially say that. I just yeah. don't know. So I just, you know, just to be safe, gave them the win. That's um, fair. Do you have a reason for the loss? I think at- – Iowa, Iowa has. I think Purdue has this uh, not magic, but this ability to just uh, be like, like you said, they can spoil a lot of teams, and they're good enough to do that. I think Iowa's offense won't be that good, and I think their defense will will take a step back a little bit because of all they're losing. So they could lose a game to Purdue just because it's fourteen thirteen. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't know much of what Purdue's going to look like, but I imagine that they have a pretty good defense, even in year one yeah. with um, Ryan. Uh, Iowa just doesn't um, have an offense that they can run the ball to keep, to, I mean, to, like to keep you know, a score, keep a lead. I mean, supposedly I should be excited about Caleb Johnson. So we'll see. In case you didn't know that. So, okay. So I have five and one. You have four and two. Wisconsin, we both have a loss. Yep, Minnesota. We both have a win. This one pains Minnesota, me. Yeah, Minnesota just likes to lose this game. That's yep. the only reason why. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. so at the bye week, I have them at six and two. You have them at five and three. Yep. Um, they come off the bye with Northwestern and Rutgers. Lucky bastards. Lucky bastards. <laughs> two, <laughs> two wins. They're just not gonna sweat out at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like play the backups. Uh, these are going to be the games that if he I, Brian Ferentz gets to 325, which is the 25 points per game average, I think that they need. If mm-hmm. he gets to 325, it's these these two games are going to help. Um, so easy easy dubs. <coughs> Illinois loss. We both have that as a loss. Yeah, because um, we're both pretty high on Illinois, and then end the game, end the season, <coughs> Nebraska as a win. I had. I think they could lose that game too. So. That's a game where, like, so you know how, like, in season, we don't like 
we stick to these for the contest, yeah. but we don't stick to them in our week-to-week prediction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a game that I need to see. I need to see what Nebraska looks like. That's another one that's just hard to predict because I have no idea what they're going to look like, even mm-hmm. though I think their coach is competent. I still don't th- – I mean, we we had Nebraska not that high this year. <laughs> I, I think that they're going to struggle. So I, I think Iowa would win that game. Yeah. But could and will are two different things. Yeah. Um, Iowa, Nebraska has had an explosive offense for a couple of years. It's just been very inconsistent. If they can find that again, I mean, anything can happen. Um, but I, but at the same time, you say that, but neither one of us predicted it. So yeah, could and true. will two different things. Not yeah. willing to, not willing to put money on it. Nine. Um. <laughs> so that nine and, yeah, nine and three, um, eight and four, good enough to again not get Kirk Ferentz fired. Yep, but potentially bad enough to get his son fired. <laughs> if that offense stinks, he should. Get, somebody has to do something. Yeah, which would still be a win. And again, I'm telling you, nine and three and eight and four for that team is actually a disappointment. Yeah, yep, it really is. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, this is horrible podcasting. We forgot to take a break, so we're just gonna take a really, really quick break before our um, before our pit stops, right? Right, right, and uh, then we'll get out of here. We'll have to do better next time. All right, everyone, welcome back to. Another episode of Land Grant Podcast Network's I-80 football show where, again, don't podcast when you're exhausted. You forget the things that are important, like taking breaks. Um, Pit stop. My pit stop. Right before the podcast, the Colts named Anthony Richardson their starting quarterback. This is the rookie, right? Yes. I am excited about it because – People that I trust that know more than me said that he has talent that is possible to be molded. Um, They say that he has some intangibles that you can't teach. He was inaccurate, but he said and they said that they think he was inaccurate because he had too many voices in his head. And so he never got his feet right, which is all of your accuracy. It's not arm talent or anything like that. It's not like mental processing, which people try to say about black quarterbacks. Well, yeah, accuracy, accuracy is more about for, form. Right. And form so, and technique. Yeah. again, I this is just what I'm hearing from people that I trust. They think a lot of it is that he had three, four coaches telling him different things. And so he was never never able to perfect that. They say he has a, a uncanny ability to navigate the pocket, which is very necessary and the NFL, he can run, but he doesn't run, right? Like he doesn't, as soon as he gets pressure, he steps up in the pocket. So there was a lot of people that with the right coach were excited about him. Shane Steichen did it with Jalen Hurts. So they think he can do it again. And a lot of people, again, some people that I trust that I don't know, but I listen to, and I think that they're pretty knowledgeable. They're right a lot of times um, from what I've seen since I've listened to them have said that he's only going to get better if he plays. It may not be pretty in the beginning, but the things that he struggled with, he needs reps. There are some things like if you struggle with like reading defenses and things like that, you can get from watching film. The things that they say he struggled with, you know, the his uh, mechanics and his feet and things like that, you can only do that by playing in the game. So the reports have been positive coming out of camp. 
Um, I think he had a pretty decent preseason game. He got better as it went on. He obviously made a rookie mistake through an interception. Um, And the interception was on the wide receiver for running the wrong route, but then on him for being a rookie quarterback and not just deading the ball. Like that's one thing that quarterbacks always have to learn. Sometimes it's better to just take the sack than the interception. Hopefully that's not a common thing. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> That's going to ruin all the optimism if he keeps doing that. But he had some really good, you know, throws. And, I mean, after two weeks of camp in the first preseason game, they trusted him enough to name him the starter over Gardner Minshew um, under the belief as what other people were saying and that he just needs the reps. That's the only way he's going to learn. So, you know, I'm still hoping for the Justin Fields timeline where we win like three games, but he looks good. And it's like, this is the quarterback of the future. The team just sucks right now. And we get like the number three pick that we can either get Marvin Harrison Jr. or we can trade for some other people. That would be ideal for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, he's going to be great. We're going to win the playoffs. I would absolutely hate that. Um, (laughs) Like, I want like, like, like. You kind of sound like me last year. I want a top. I just just give me a top ten pick, right? Like you sound like me last year when we started winning games, and I was like, I don't know about this guys. Yeah, I don't want a good pick. Like what the Jags did, right? The Jags. I mean, they picked the wrong player. (laughs) They shouldn't have picked Javon Walker, in my opinion. But they had a bad year. But Trevor Lawrence, again, you don't like him. Not the biggest fan. But Trevor Lawrence showed that he could be an NFL player despite yeah. the losses, but they had the number one pick. Justin Fields did not show as much as Trevor Lawrence, but he showed enough that they traded away the number one pick because they believe in him to be the quarterback. That's what I want. Yeah. I want to lose, but lose I don't think the, I don't think the quarterback draft <clears throat> class coming in after this year is going to be that good. I got to check, but I don't think so it's this projected one, to be this good. This one, good. this one is? Uh, yeah, because it, it has okay. Caleb Williams and True. I forgot about that. Sam, what's his name? I forgot his name right now. The UNC quarterback. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't know they were coming out. Yeah, they're both probably gonna come out. Oh, okay. so yeah. Um, I I hate to be rude because you know, hold on, no, 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 no. Wait, we might survive. No, hold on. Oh, this is horrible podcasting. Shout out to the wife working in my office. My computer is about to die. Like, I hate to be rude, but you might not get a pit stop. But she left her work computer in here. So we got juice. Nice. Uh, so, nice. so uh, <laughs> that, that's my that's my pit stop. Anthony Richardson named the starter. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously excited. If he shows any sort of promise, we're finally off the quarterback train. And even if he sucks, I at least know who my quarterback is for the next four years. Yeah. Which – have not been able to say that since Andrew Luck. So I, I kind of, we'll you know, see. I hope he is good for y'all. I do. I do. I do, I do, I do too. You know. Um, good. What's What's your pit stop? My pit stops real quick. Uh, Steelers looked looked pretty good in their preseason, their first preseason game. The offense looks uh, looks good uh, under Kenny. He he drove down the field pretty easily. Got a touchdown. Looking nice. I know it's preseason and all, but. Um, even Deontay Johnson looked decent. You know how much I hate him. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, his office looks good. Matt Canada had some offensive plays that didn't look like his old self. He had plays going down the field instead of side to side or behind the line trying to get somewhere. So, um, 
I have hope. I don't have that much hope in Matt Canada, <laughs> but I have hope that our I I, I think our offense is going to be good. I'll keep telling y'all the Steelers might win the division, and y'all gonna be shocked. That's not gonna happen. Okay. But... All right. Okay. We still have one of the top defenses in the league, and we just got better. OSU Joe is there. Come on now, stop playing with him. Man, please. OSU Joe don't even like playing us. <laughs> he don't. <laughs> Every every first game in the season so far has been <clears throat> terrible against us. It's seventeen games for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> you can have one bad game. I'm telling you, <laughs> we we could win that. We could win that division with ease. Not with ease, but it's I was going to say, come not on. with ease. It's, <laughs> come definitely, it's definitely the toughest. It's definitely the toughest division in the NFL. But we could win the division. We really could. Yeah. 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 Is it? Are four nines and Eagles in the same division? No. Yeah, no, they're not. No. The uh, Eagles are in the NFC East. Yeah, 49ers are the West. Yeah. Who else is in the NFC West? If if, if the Rams, you, but the Rams aren't going to be good this if year. You, if you, yeah, no, it's definitely AFC, still y'all. If you said AFC West, maybe AFC I West might is. give you that. Denver, Kansas Denver, City, Kansas. Chargers, Raiders. I'm yeah, but even still, they're only two right. They're two deep right now. That's You're what at I was least three, four. Yeah, so. I yeah. think no, all yeah, four still, teams are yeah. good in the AFC North. All yeah, it's teams. it's still the it's yeah. still the AFC North for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? No, that's all. What's up? Here we go. All right, y'all. Uh, appreciate y'all as always for hanging out with us. Uh, appreciate you for you know dealing with our uh, schedule. Shin- uh, we're we're human, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's hard to do this twice a week. Y'all y'all know what we go through. Somebody gonna be like, "Ain't one of y'all a streamer?" <laughs> <laughs> this is hard to do. All right? <laughs> oh god! All right, man. Thanks y'all for listening. We'll catch you on Friday with part two of the New Year Six tier. See you later.